Everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello, hello, hey everybody, welcome. How's it going? It's going so great. We well, didn't good. get the blizzard we were supposed to get today. We didn't get 50 mile an hour winds. So, hey, things are awesome, <laughs> right? It wasn't great driving, uh, driving to Boise, but I would imagine. But you know, some, some of that here on my couch was, was fantastic. I'll just say, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely a foot. I ended up uh, driving to Boise this afternoon, so I'm actually filming from my daughter's house. So I have a little different look tonight. Uh, I against this white wall, I'm looking at my white face and, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever, it's fine. It's probably fine. <laughs> right. Yeah, is fine. Yeah, for sure. Man, there's a lot going on oh in the gosh. true crime world this week, per normal. But you just, man, today is like, holy crap, how many more updates can we get? We're just in the weirdest energy this week. Mm-hmm. Everybody I talk to says, all I want to do is lay on the couch. I'm very grouchy. I just feel shitty. There's just a lot of that afoot. Well, it's just the week after the holidays, you know, mm-hmm. the holidays are over. It's that sort of post-holiday letdown that a lot mm-hmm. of people experience. And, you know, we're all recovering yeah. from eating and drinking too much and, you know, that kind of thing. I certainly had way too much sugar. Um, well, me too. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's wild. just recovery week. Yeah. You're what? Oh, I said Omicron is just running wild across the... Yes. U.S. at least, across the world, mm-hmm. actually. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But it is what it is. We're, we're here. We're doing our thing. And you mm-hmm. covered uh, more of the uh, belligerent herd circus this afternoon in court. So I did. Thanks for and being it was there really for that. quite calm. And, you know, it was more like a professional attorney circus. Um, it's just amazing still to, like, when um Archibald is in court, like things are just like as you would expect them to be in a court hearing. Right. Everyone's respectful of each other and no one yeah. is freaking out or clutching their pearls or just like whatever. Are there. You know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it was it was a good it was good. Yeah. Well and I I want to sum it up, but let's say hello to the chat room. We've mm-hmm. got Cranky and G B and I'm gonna scroll down. I'm using someone else's computer, so I'm I'm learning it. You know how that goes? GG. Yes. Uh, so we have GB and GG in the house. Nice, we have Fran. Nice. We have Cranky. We have RJ. We have Allison. Hello, Allison. She's hello, our biggest hello. fan. Thank you, Allison. Oh, well. Allison. <laughs> oh, she listens think? to us on her commute. See, that, that would work for me. That would mm-hmm. make a commute easier to have a good podcast that you like, for right? sure. Yeah. Well, we're glad you're here, and the rest of you as well. And I, you guys definitely be safe. It looks like lots of winter weather around you guys as well. Oh, my goodness, yeah. My daughter, where she goes to college, she's home right now, but she'll go back here next week. And it is currently tonight negative 24 with the wind chill. Oh. And <laughs> we were figuring out on our way here, one of her teammates lives in Honolulu, and she'll be flying in next week. Oh. And so we looked it up, and in Honolulu right now, it is 87. Oh, no. So she's going to experience, provided that the weather stays around the same, about a 100-degree temperature drop. Well, that's not good. She's probably going to get and sick. And go from <laughs> all of that humidity to the super dry, cold air. Yeah. I told Myers, oh, you better throw lots of emergency at her. She is going to get sick. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh. No. Uh-uh. Well, so we, we have, have we have like 50 Snapchat to 60 degree, right? <laughs> yeah. We have like 50 to 60 degree temperature swings pretty often here. And mm-hmm. that is hard on the body, man. Mm-hmm. We are not built for that. Yeah. Yep. No, we are not for sure. It sucks. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, hello, everybody else. Willorian, uh, Barbara, Amy. Good to see everybody. Grace. Yeah. yeah. So, it's nice to have you here. So, court today was kind of interesting that uh, we had, uh, there was a motion from the prosecution to basically continue and maybe beef up a restraining order on some information that they do not want the public to receive about this case, yeah. uh, particularly as it applies to Mark Means, because as you know, Mark Means has been removed from the case from Lori Vallow's, uh, as Lori Vallow's attorney because of um, incompetence and as well as a, a conflict of interest. And yeah. so that's what they were there for. Mm -hmm. And so I, what was your takeaway? Well, it was really just more than anything, a clarification, like, Hey, Judge, we put this uh, restraining order in to place, and it was after the grand jury, the secret grand jury um, findings. And so it's really about the grand jury evidence. Yes. And then basically there's this um, restraining order that says, hey, and none of you get to share this information. None of this should go public. Yes. You have to keep this information private and quiet. Mm -hmm. There's more to it than that, but the... The brief behind the whole thing is mm -hmm. sealed. We don't get to see it, but yeah. we know that, you know, it's about the grand jury information. Yes. And so it was, all, it got all convoluted and sort of confusing for a while, but really mm -hmm. what they were saying is, Hey, is that still like in place? Yeah. Can we make sure it is? Yes. And can we make sure that it does in fact apply to Mark Means? So they weren't applying for anything yes. new. This was no. really just like a clarification. Right. And the judge did say, yes, absolutely, it is. Mm -hmm. They're going to make a couple of little changes to it because it is so broad that the way that Jim Archibald, who is Lori uh, Vallow-Daybell's attorney, um, yeah. interpreted it, is like, I'm not even sure I'm allowed to give the grand jury um, transcripts to my client. And mm -hmm. newsflash, Lori has had not has not seen the grand jury transcripts, you and know, you, that the was, ones that's my biggest takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that charge her with, you know, uh, first degree murder, several yeah. counts up. So that was very what interesting. What the hell he, has Mark Means been doing? Um, it's just further proof that he is not qualified to be a criminal right. attorney, a criminal defense attorney when his client hasn't even seen that document yes, in the evidence against her. And yes, she's in a state, she's in a psychiatric hospital and she's not prepared to assist with her defense yet, but she has rights. And one of those rights is to see the evidence yeah. against her. And so that they was did, shocking. I thought, yes, I thought it really, you know, summed up kind of what's it's, it, this is all been the Mark Means show all about Mark means the mm -hmm. prosecutors being mean to me, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I don't really give a shit about my client. Mm -hmm. kind of situation but they well, basically did decide yes this restraining order does apply to everyone including mr means mm -hmm. we're gonna make sure that it's loosened up enough that like our staff that assist us all of these attorneys and and you know the staff that assist Lori in the hospital mm -hmm. you know are exempt from violating that yes and which of course of that course that's it. the way it should be yeah 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 that was pretty much it i will say archibald he defended means a little more than I thought he would. He did. He did. You know, uh, but that's, you know, he is a defense attorney and, you know, that's, mm -hmm. you know, birds he, of a feather maybe. He definitely downplayed means. Yeah, he did. But the one thing that has my takeaway from Archibald, both of the times we've seen him in court now, is that his biggest concern is his client, right, as it definitely. should be. But it's not just about, you know, like you see prior that's like, your honor, my client, you know. With with Archibald, it's more like, well, I think it would be more fair to my client or my understanding yeah. is my client doesn't know this or hasn't seen this and I would like to do this. I, I yeah. feel like his, and not that I care if he's nice to Lori or fair to Lori, but I do because this is the criminal justice system. We want it to be done correctly. Right. You know what I mean? So yes. I don't care if he, you know, treats Lori with kid gloves or whatever. That doesn't matter to me. But the fact that his biggest concern is his client and her rights. Right. And and what she needs to know and what needs to be done is refreshing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's amazing. 
that through it all is. of this time here, that means has not even showed her that document. Like, are you kidding me? Right. And it's like a huge, like, it's a friggin' book, I'm sure, because it's five days of testimony. But also, yeah, it's a lot of people that she thought were her friends. Right. And I feel like in her coming to, in the process of spiffing her up and getting her back to court. Yeah. She needs to see this stuff. Right. She needs to get real. She really does. She has to uh, be able to be aware of, you know, what everyone has said, what's mm -hmm. been laid out against her. And it, it definitely is a part of bringing her back to reality. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, you, this is what all your buddies said about you, you know. Yeah, yeah I agree. They so, that you are a goddess here to save the world. Lori, yeah. they said that these are the things that you have done and said. That you're crazy and you killed your kids, you know. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. wild. Yep. Red Girl said, I think Means was planning on a book or a movie deal of his own. So I agree with you. The, the only thing that we have to bear in mind is that, and uh, of course, uh, Mr. Archibald brought this up today, whether Mark is still her attorney or not, he is still bound to the same attorney-client privilege he's still bound to be loyal to her right. by law yeah but there's some things there is mark means going to be disbarred and if he is then can he squawk like a bird without uh, any ramifications I, I mean i still think he could be um charged for violating yeah. her attorney-client privilege at the time that he was an attorney right you would think so well at the time that he was an attorney but what if he's not uh, I still think he, I still think that stands. I hope so. That's I a, hope so. you know, part of their, part of their job, you know? Yeah. For as long as she's alive, he can't violate attorney client privilege. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Jerry. Uh, yeah. Good to note. Yeah. So, but we don't know. We don't know with Mark what his plans are. Um, he's, you know, done things. Now he's been yeah. tweeting just a little. Yeah. Want to share those tweets? Let me share with you all. Um, because when I saw the first one come out, I was like, oh, you knew, you knew. We've been waiting. We've been checking Twitter you every have. day. This is yeah. the first one. Caveat. It doesn't make any sense. So I will, you know, try to interpret it. Uh, President John Adams once said, counsel ought to be the very last thing that an accused person should want in a free country. <laughs> I Wait, think what? he means want for in a free country. Because counsel is definitely something that an accused person should want. I think he missed a word. Um, and then that a person's whose lives were at stake ought to have the counsel they preferred. So this you know. life or one of their uh, other probations. Right. Which one? Yeah. Uh, liberty once lost is lost forever. John Adams. So, of course, we know what he's, you know, what he's mm -hmm. referring to here poorly and still did not get grammarly 100%. Um but you know he's he's basically implying that Lori has lost her her liberty in not being able to have the attorney that she wanted to have. No uh responsibility for his own behavior here of course. No. And then a few days later this one showed up. And this is a quote by Harry Truman. Once a government is committed to the principle of silencing the voice of opposition it has only one way to go down the path of increasingly repressive measures until it becomes a source of terror to its citizens and creating a country where everyone lives in fear. President Harry Truman. Oh, uh, wow. Um, catastrophize much? Mark well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah, thought those yes, were yeah. very interesting. Mm -hmm. Kind of, you know, where his head is, you know, this whole mm -hmm. martyrdom crap clearly taking mm -hmm. no responsibility for the choices that he made to get himself in this situation. What a dum-dum. <laughs> it kills me because there is a pre-existing, or, you know, there is a conflict of interest issue. There is. There is. He yeah. knows it. Everyone knows it. Like, how can he even argue with that? I mean, he lied about it in open court, so I guess he has no... You know, worry, but really, I mean, that's, it's just, it's clear as a bell. There really shouldn't be any, like, argument about that, you know? No. 
No, there shouldn't. And, you know, the thing is, Lori is not without an attorney. She's not without no. adequate and, you know, skilled representation. For sure. She has all of those things. But definitely um, this was a big, you know, drama queen moment. There was a whole mm-hmm. oh, yes. poor little Marky Means kind of moment yep. for him. It's just, it's not but, fair. Well, and he's, you know, sort of using this as though, oh, this is so terrible for his client. Uh, mm-hmm. No, it isn't. She's got a way better attorney now. Her her representation just went way up without him. You know, he but what will she um, do without her blue eyed angel baby? Right. Yeah. There's there's a whole lot of that weird and appropriate. <laughs> Aaron Mark's here. head is in a warm dark place with no oxygen, but plenty of hot air. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah. That was funny. Oh, good Lord. This is so bananas. So we'll just keep tracking it. But that's what happened today in uh, court. And yep. yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. Also, Lindsay Blake, straight up badass. She was yeah, so great she, today. I love her. She's awesome. Although she started the virus of Voluminous. Yes. And then and um, hold. Archibald said it and several, mm-hmm. it, it went back and forth again. There like was a voluminous that amount word, of voluminous, voluminous going on. Voluminous on evidence in this case, you know, all that stuff. It was way funny um, that were, she started playing, it again. <laughs> yeah. We're, yep. GB, I'm with you. Were we playing a drinking game during that? We would have all been falling down on voluminous. Right? Yep. It yes. was pretty great. But yeah, she's very she's very well spoken mm-hmm. and it was pretty cool because at one point she muted herself and asked the room, asked the other attorneys in the room if anyone had anything else they wanted to say, but it was pretty cool that she's the one running the show there. Mm-hmm. Yep, love it. Love it. Well, let's talk about Maxwell. Oh. Now, we, we know, called this last week, not that this was any big, hard-to-predict surprise, but no. last week we said, you know, that immediately now her attorneys are going to start picking apart the jury and trying to get back into court. And that's exactly what's happened. Uh, one of the jurors did an interview and said that he was sexually abused as a child. And apparently, in the juror uh, form that you fill out, you know, to uh, be even considered to be a juror, he said that he was not. Oh boy, uh, but or I had mean, no history or background of, of that. Woman. Mm-hmm. So her lawyers have rushed back to court, and they are demanding a new trial because a juror lied. So I mean, all they want to do is invalidate victims over and over and over and over again. And now we've got a juror who's been invalidated Mm -hmm. because they're a victim. I mean, come on. How, how else would a predator behave than this? Yep. And to keep putting the witnesses through this over and over and over. Well, we'll see. I mean, the judge doesn't have to grant it, but they may. Right. They don't have to grant it. And, you know, I don't know. There's, there'll be a lot of jockeying around that, for sure. Right. I mean, in the George Floyd matter, this happened right after, as well, in the, the Derek Chauvin trial, that one of the jurors uh, had said he'd never been to a Black Lives Matter protest, but as it turned out, he had been to something else that uh, was there was some Black Lives Matter activity going on there of some sort and they tried to get back into court because of that and the judge was like uh no that's stupid not happening yeah Yeah. so it could happen oh and oh when the at the juror was asked about it he said that he really rushed through the form and doesn't remember seeing anything like that ah really rushed through the form they vetted the hell out of these jurors what yeah yeah i don't know I don't know, but I think that invalidating someone because they've been a victim of abuse is bullshit. Mm -hmm. First of all, good luck finding a jury of people that there aren't anybody, that there are no jurors on there that have been sexual, that have not been sexually abused. I mean, let's get Mm -hmm. real. Mm -hmm. Half that jury was women. Come on. Yeah. Give me a friggin' break. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on that. No big surprise. And frankly, this is probably just the first of many 
holes they'll try to shoot in the jurors. But oh, they yeah, got their first they're, one they're... handed to them on a silver platter. They are going to try everything, of course. Mm-hmm. You know. But that yep. doesn't mean it will be effective. No. No. Fran's asking if we can go back to talk about the um, Mark Means moving thing. I started to talk about it on the live stream and then the live started. Yes. So this came from someone else in a Facebook group. So, you know, uh, it is hearsay at this point. But what we've heard is that he moved from Idaho to Missouri in September of 2021. Mm -hmm. And that this person saying this has done some research and discovered that he did in fact sell his Idaho home and he purchased a home in Missouri. Yeah. So that's what we know at Mm -hmm. this point. It is weird because that is where Lori went Mm -hmm. to uh, find, you know, a new place for the 144,000. And if you know, the Mormons are big fans of Missouri. They believe Mm -hmm. that that's where the garden of Eden was. And anyway, it's weird. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on that and the more we learn about it, we'll let you know. But yeah, Definitely. very interesting. Oh, Donna, yes, I forgot. That was the other Maxwell thing is that her husband oh, right. is divorcing her. Mm-hmm. Uh and that she had turned all of her assets over to him to protect them. And <laughs> now he's left her for a younger woman. Yes. I don't know. Couldn't have happened to a nicer gal, right? <laughs> a younger, less, less, less rapey woman. Something? Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. younger, less rapey woman. I don't know. But yeah. yeah, you know, she's, she's going to start losing her friends now. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's what's for dinner. Yep. Yeah. Hello, Kathy. Good to have you here. Yeah. Missouri. Yep. Yes. In Missouri. That's what we, th- the cat, I can see this right now. Red girl's like, wait a minute. You just said Missouri and Garden of Eden in the same sentence. Did you say that? Yeah, she said that. Yeah, Mormons believe that. Mm-hmm. Just so you know. Yep. Look and up Mormons okay. and look up Mormons and the Garden of Eden. You'll probably find a lot on Wikipedia. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, her assets should belong to the victims. Amen. They should, Agreed. right? I mean, uh, mm-hmm. um, Jeffrey Epstein's did. A bunch right. of them have already yeah. received a significant amount of money. Mm-hmm. They should get it all. <laughs> Red girl's like, okay. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Right at the corner by the uh, Walgreens and 7-Eleven across the street. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where. I, I can't that. remember a lot of, I should know the history about that. I don't remember a lot of it, but hey, look it up on Wikipedia. I bet there's a bunch of info. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So we touched lightly on uh, George Floyd, and there's more this week. Uh, On Saturday, there was a shooting in Houston at family members of George Floyd, and his grandniece, who is a child, was shot. Four. Yeah, four years old. Somebody shot up their home, and their four-year-old was shot and injured. Yeah. She's going to be okay, but she's Mm -hmm. hurt. Yep. It's just and and his his mother uh believes that um they were targeted. Mm-hmm. We don't know a lot more about it yet, but we will keep an eye on it because that's yep. just horrifying. Now this is family that has uh protested quite a bit. They have been outspoken, they've said a lot about police brutality and about what happened to George Floyd, and they don't know, but they wonder if mm-hmm. somebody shot their house up on purpose, if this was what this was about. Yeah. Uh, five or six bullets went into the house and hit this sleeping child in bed. Yeah. And it was on New Year's Eve. It happened at, on New Year's Day at about 3 a.m. But yeah. yeah. It's, yep. just, it's just terrifying, though. My God. Yep. To George wake up Floyd, to that. the niece of George Floyd, grandniece of George Floyd. Yes, grandniece of George Floyd. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Derek Chauvin. Well, he's in jail, so. Yeah. But I guess, you know, there are questions about, you know, if someone was supportive of him. Yeah. If they would attack this family. Yeah. So thank God she's going to be okay. But how scary, how absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we had talked a little before about the guy in Colorado who was in a a semi-wreck in 2019. 
where four people were killed. And he was sentenced to 110 years in jail because of that accident, which was an accident. Uh, he had of- his brakes failed. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but because of um, minimum sentencing laws in Colorado, he ends up with 100 because of all of the, you know, it was sort of this whole domino effect of accidents. Mm-hmm. Gets 110 years in prison. Yeah. And I mean, he was just a truck driver doing his job and, and they had a very unfortunate accident that was a horrible thing. 110 years. 110 years. We have other people walking away who have been committing, you know, well, murder and things. And this guy gets 110 years. Right. Uh, so a lot of people were signing petitions and crying out to Jared Polis, the governor, to do something about this. So he commuted his sentence down to 10 years with the possibility of parole. So he'll be uh, eligible for, for parole in the end of 2026. Yeah. I personally don't think he should do a day or, or whatever I, he's already I, I done. Like, I, I don't. But, God, at least it's not the rest of his life. And right. this is just a starting point because there's a whole team of attorneys now that are representing him and working this case over. And it may get right. better for him yet. But this is a good start, at least. It is. And it is a reason why, you know, there are a lot of questions around if sentencing minimums should be a thing, yeah. especially in nonviolent crimes. Mm-hmm. If sentencing minimum, you know, I think in violent crimes, yeah. But in nonviolent crimes, why do we have minimums, like minimum minimum requirements? Judges should be able to determine those things. That's why they're there. Yeah. So interesting yeah. stuff. But I'm very glad for this man um, yeah. that there's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yes, there is new evidence in West Memphis 3. We covered it uh, on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have a, we have a whole episode about it, Jerry. Look at our Monday episode this week and yeah, we, we went, yeah. we went over it. There, it's, it has not been, um, it has not been tested yet. So it's, a, it's going to be tested as blood evidence. So yeah, there's going to be yeah. some more information coming there, but it could be big news. Yeah. Ooh, it could. Yes. Uh, you want to hate the laundry some more? I knew you oh. did. <sighs> Do we still have to talk about those stupid people? <laughs> Is of course, are the parents of Brian Laundrie, Brian, who, uh, you know, is believed to have murdered Gabby Petito in Grand Teton National Forest and then left her there and drove back to, uh, you know, Florida and blah, blah, blah. You guys all know the story. And then, of course, uh, slipped away from his parents and law enforcement that were supposedly keeping an eye on him and went ahead and shot himself. And then, yeah. of course, his parents um, just have been uncooperative turds and just, you know, it's, it's not been good as you all know. Right. Anyway. So his parents, apparently Brian has a bank account with 20 K in it. So why did and he steal $1,000 from his dead girlfriend to come back to Florida? Why? Right. That's why he commit wire fraud or whatever. He's stealing her money after he killed her to yeah. drive. Back. He had $20,000 in the bank. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, mm-hmm. But the other thing is that they are petitioning the FBI to return to them the notebook. Remember, yes. when they found Brian, they also found a backpack with a notebook in it. Now, the FBI has never said if there was anything uh, useful in the notebook or, you know, it was in a swamp. So we don't know. Some people had said it was actually sealed in a, pa- a plastic bag. So maybe there was evidence in it. We don't know. The hey, Misty, the uh, you know the FBI's never said, but they want it, so they're petitioning the courts for it. In the meantime, Gabby's family is uh, has also filed a petition trying to get the rest of her stuff from Brian's yeah. family. Yeah. So uh, Bertolino, I believe, is his name, the attorney yeah. for the laundries. He's saying that he and the Petito's attorney, uh, Mr. Swafford, that they are working uh, amicably together to make sure both families get everything they need and blah, blah, blah. F you laundries, give them her stuff. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Screw those guys. Right. 
I've nothing nice to say about it. Well, yeah. and you know, they're trying to take care of his estate, which includes getting access to that twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Which that just makes me sick. Like which, I mean, yes, they probably send that money right out. on over to Gabby Petito's parents, you assholes. Or okay. to some domestic violence fund somewhere, you know, do something yeah. good. With or it, to Teton County, Wyoming to help pay for all of the stuff they went through to find her, or maybe mm-hmm. to all of the you know, law enforcement locally who searched for him for six weeks in that friggin' swamp, you know? Like, yeah. Uh. yeah. Also, there is a report uh, being put together about the Moab traffic stop. Yes. And it is close to being released. Probably not this week, but next report, according to Brian Enton. And so that's going to be really interesting, too. Mm-hmm. You know, because well, and we'll find people... out, like, was there any consequences for the police that handled that? And Yeah. All that, or is there going to be, yeah. or how does that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oops. Yep. Me. Yep. All variety. So there's all of that jazz. Yeah. Yes, I, Mary Beth, I did hear about this. Uh, a woman that was dumped by the side of the road in Arizona, and nobody's yeah. identified her. Yeah, I've been keeping an eye on that one. That's really sad, and I'm sure someone's missing her. Yeah. 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 Keep an eye on that one. There's always we actually have one locally that a body was found in a field. Yeah. Uh, around Christmas time. And they mm-hmm. that person has been identified as someone from Colorado. Yeah. So we don't know the whole story there, but we'll keep an eye on that and we'll let you know about it too. Yeah, for sure. So we brought to you the story of Little Harmony on Tuesday. This is Harmony Montgomery who is, well, was five in 2019 when she went missing, though it was just brought to uh, law enforcement's uh, attention the last week of, well, the last week of the year, just last week, uh, that she's been missing since 2019. They didn't know. Uh, Essentially, uh, she was turned over to the custody of her father, who, well, who what? Who doesn't have her? who's yep. been in prison and back out and was living in a halfway house. Uh, and we reported that we thought he was living in a halfway house. He actually has been out of the halfway house for a few months and has been living in his car with his new girlfriend. That's what we learned from uh, the court documents. Why were there court documents? Cause he got arrested last night. Yep. Waved arraignment this morning. Him. Yes, but they do have him in custody. Um, the court documents were interesting. I mean, essentially, here's what's happened is that mom is the one who, you know, has been ringing uh, Department of Child and Family Services bell going, where the hell is my daughter? Yeah. And they finally, finally took her seriously and did a little looking and discovered that they have no idea where her daughter is. Yeah. They didn't know where the dad is. They didn't know, well, anything. So, of course, then they turned it over to the police. And it didn't take the police very long to find Dad. The thing is, the house that they thought he lived in, they haven't lived in since um, October of 2019 when it was foreclosed on. Yeah. So Adam has been in the wind ever since that. But they have some testimony from family members and people who know them. And one of the things that they learned is that Harmony had a black eye in the summertime. And when a family member asked why Harmony had a black eye, he said that he's been uh, uh, busting her up all over this house. Mm. Why? Because Adam went to the bathroom and Adam was in charge of Harmony and his two much younger babies. Harmony was five. And Harmony was supposed to be watching the babies so dad could go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom? I mean, how long does this take? Right. Go to the bathroom, my ass. He was probably yeah. getting high probably. because the family members said that he had relapsed at this point. Anyway, so according to dad, he came out of the bathroom and Harmony had her hand clamped over the little one's mouth and wasn't allowing them to cry. And so for that, he busted her in the face and gave her a black eye. She was five. She was tiny. She's also blind in one eye and wears glasses. Yeah. Uh, 
another family member said that they were at the house when he was being very mean with her and forced her to scrub the toilet out with her toothbrush. <sighs> Here's what sucks, you guys. Some of these family members did call CPS at the time. Yeah. They didn't do anything. Yeah. They didn't do anything. So the last that Harmony was ever seen is October of 2019. Dad told police that mom came and took her. And that's all he's ever seen of her. Mom it's says. It's a lying dick. Not true. Mom didn't have custody of her. And mom thought that Adam and his new wife were hiding Harmony from her. Right. Uh, that's what it looked like had been happening. Well. That's what dad told CPS, that Crystal, the mom, came and got her. Well, what, they went and talked to Adam's ex-wife, who ha he has three little kids with. My uh, God. Yeah. Harmony would be seven. And he has three more. He has four children under the age of seven. My God. What? And he can't stay out of prison. And he's the guy that got custody, if that tells you anything about this situation. He's the guy that got custody, and when they were in high school, he shot a kid in the face and had been in prison for that. Yeah. Yeah. Harmony had a little brother, uh, and they were both being fostered by the same family, two different dads. The other family, the foster family, adopted that little guy. Right. And they wanted to adopt Harmony. And uh, the Department of Family and Children and Family Services thought that uh, it would be better if they let Adam have her. Yeah. 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 So the ex-wife told the police that one day in October of that year of 2019, she was at work and Adam told her that he was driving to take Harmony to her mother. Who I believe she was in another state. So he was driving one state over to take Harmony and leave her with Crystal. He didn't like Harmony there. He didn't like Harmony, I don't think. I. She was apparently too much for him. So, and she never saw Harmony again. And so she just assumed it was true. She said he never mentioned Harmony again. It was She was just gone. So okay, the police were other... like, okay, so Adam's saying that Harmony's mother came and got her. Right? Yeah. He's, his wife's saying he took Harmony and dropped her off. At any rate, and they're, you know, hearing about the abuse. And that was enough for them to decide, this guy's lying. And he mm -hmm. hurt this baby. And there's everything wrong with this. And also, he was the custodial parent at the time. So here's the charges. Uh, felony second degree assault from... The time that he uh, blacked her eye. Uh, mm -hmm. One misdemeanor charge of interference with custody and two misdemeanor charges of endangering the welfare of a child. Now, we know, we know that there has to be uh, investigation here. We know that the public is screaming for murder charges. Think right. about the Vallo case. And the way this works, yep. right? Same, they got same, same. charges out and slapped him on him so that they could get him into jail. And he's got all kinds of priors. They won't have a hard time holding him there. And then they have to work on all of this, right? right. Then they have to work on all of this. So they're still looking for her. Yesterday, when we reported on this story, there was, or two days ago, there was a $12,500 reward. That's at nearly 50000 now because of local business people who've been throwing more and more money in the pot to try to get somebody to talk. Yeah. Because we're really always, bad. somebody knows something. You yeah. know, they do. Somebody does, for sure. Yeah. And that's true, Joyce, and, or Joy. And, yeah, unification, reunification is usually the goal. But, unfortunately, yeah. in this case, Adam wasn't fit. He wasn't no. fit to raise her. No, and, and parents could have agreed um, to allow her to be adopted because obviously mom did agree 
to the adoption of the little brother and the father of that child. Um, so, yeah. you know, likely it was Adam who did not agree yeah. with um, Harmony and then took her. And then now this is what's happened. Yep. Ugh. Yep. Yep. So, at least he's in custody. And it seems like people are starting to speak up, which is good. Hey, Bianca. Uh, nice but to that's see you, what Bianca. we know at, at this point. So I'm glad that they found him, considering the fool was living in his car. Yeah. And, the girlfriend. You know, maybe the longer they hold him, he may start talking. The girlfriend says that uh, she he said before that he has an older child, but uh, he, she's never really heard much about her and would have no idea where she is or anything about that. It's like she just doesn't exist, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm afraid she doesn't. No. Honestly. No. Well, no, no because at this point, either he sold her or he killed her. Right. Is there, there another answer? No. Yeah. No, there isn't. Yep. Yep. Very, very sad. This is a tough one. We hate it, but we're going to keep following it for sure. Yeah. And to keep an eye on this case, I see my ring light died. <laughs> yes, <it> did. <laughs> anyway, so that is that. Uh, let's see. Have we missed anything? We had a lot tonight. Oh, yes. Canada. Okay. Canada has stepped up in yes. a big way. Yes, they, they have. have pledged $31.5 billion or $40 billion in Canadian dollars uh, to settle um, with families and uh, in First Nations families whose children were lost to uh, the Indian schools, basically. Mm -hmm. And so some of that money will actually go to settle with families whose children were removed. Um, over the past three decades, mm -hmm. and the rest will go um, toward working on the actual child welfare system and making things better. So it's it's a really yep. big step. It's that's the huge. best step that's been taken by anybody. Yep. Yep. So yeah, that I think is yep. pretty. That's a really good start. Mm -hmm. Oh, and we have a couple things in the mast case too. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So, How could the, there not be more stalling in the Mast case? Right. And there really is. So in the Jessica Mast murder, which has been a year, uh, Courtney was granted a change of venue to Webster County. Wow. So she has been granted to move her trial to a different county. One of the weird things in this case is that these four people are charged in separate cases. They're all going to go to court on yeah. in different um, cases, which is one reason why it's yeah. so slow. And court for Ethan Mast has been continued to February 22nd, which is all they just freaking keep doing for a whole yeah. year is continuing. Yep. Yep. It just keeps going uh, on. No Cassidy Rainwater on. news. No, nothing official. No. Uh, uh I think those guys are both doing court here shortly, but yeah. I think we'll be seeing more now. It was a, things like things slowed down in that case through the holidays. Yeah. Um, but I think we'll be seeing a lot more because they're, I think their um, preliminaries are coming up. So mm -hmm. they are, they are that we'll see that pick up. There is more news in a case out of Colorado and I cannot think of this guy's name and it's so dumb. You know, the guy who was accused of killing his wife on mother's day. You know, you know. Somebody knows. Put it in the chat. Help me. I'm not. I. I mean, there's a lot of guys that have killed their wives. <laughs> it was well. Day. He was. He killed. He was accused of killing his wife on Mother's Day. It took a whole year, and they arrested him just about like the day after. Oh, day um, year. you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Morphew. Morphew. Oh, very Morphew. Ran, oh my God. Okay. Yes. to the rescue. Suzanne Morphew. Morphew. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, he has been demanding a new judge in his trial, and he got it. Really? Yes, he's the one that voted on her behalf. Yeah, Joy, that's yes. correct. Yes, genius. Mm -hmm. ah, wow. The Look at everybody lines up. Barry Morphew, come on, girls. <laughs> you got this. 
It's a lot of cases to keep up here. I got to tell you, it's pretty bold. I wanted to pull that one up earlier today and I couldn't remember his name. And well, I had to drive on snowy roads today. And so I'm fried. I don't do that. So, right. (laughs) That is true. It ruined my brains. Yeah. But he did get a new uh, judge. So that, that is interesting. That is, you know, because they're they're still writing (laughs) more on Morphe. Yes. uh, More on Morphe. That's how you remember it. There you go. Okay. Now it's here. On more few. It's significant because he, his attorneys, still allege that there was evidence uh, in the glove box of someone's truck. Anyway, there was some evidence uh, with a known serial rapist in the area, with some DNA evidence that the police refused to process because they were so determined to pin this on Barry. And the judge wasn't really interested in hearing that. Blah, blah, blah. Right. They've got a new judge. We'll see what happens. Yep, we will. Look, as much as I want it to be Barry, if it was Barry. If it wasn't. Dude. Yeah, because he's trash. Right. But, I mean, we certainly want to get the right person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we absolutely do. Because uh, if not, then someone else got away with murder. Right. I mean, Barry's trash either way. He just is. But if he didn't do it, we can't. This angle of getting, you know, so focused on one person and not really investigating anything else, this it happens too much. We have to see all angles. And if there's the West Memphis Three, that's exactly what happened there. Absolutely, one hundred percent. So much was, you know. Um, avoided in that case and so much was not um, addressed and that's the exact same thing that we're coming up against with it now yes. is oh hey there might actually be some evidence that shows who did do it and who did not do it and that's yeah. what we're waiting on now but I mean it's been 30 years yeah 25 years yeah yeah, yeah. so at any rate we just we want to see what happens here and keep tracking that. But it is interesting that he did get a new judge. Which usually in most trials you can get a new judge once. Yeah. So. Yeah, you get to pull that card one time. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. So this is probably his only chance to pull that one. But we'll see. Yeah. 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 So I had been checking to see if there was anything new in the Ariel Kalua. Uh, case and there doesn't seem to be anything new at this point just waiting for court dates probably just waiting for court dates for mom and dad yeah I had kind of thought they had court early this year but I don't see anything coming up so we'll keep an eye on that one because they should be back in court here shortly yes Donna thank you this is a case I've been interested in Oakley Carlson out of Washington have you seen this one Katie no her older sister says she was eaten by wolves a year ago. That's what her, that's what she was told. Oh no! And foster parents kept calling the police because no one had seen her. Yeah, we're gonna look into that one too, Donna. Oh, that's one that Lord. I had kind of on my back burner. Boy, that sounds like a story you would tell a kid, doesn't it? Yeah. She went out mm-hmm. in the woods alone, like she's not supposed to, and she got eaten by wolves. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can hear it. That's what happens to naughty little girls. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hell. Yikes. Well, we wanted to come into 2022 without any bullshit, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) It's never going to happen. Never going to happen. No. No. Well, yeah, that would scar them for life when it actually, that child actually disappears. No kidding. Yeah. That's scary as hell. What a thing to say to a yeah. kid. Well, yeah. Particularly if that kid doesn't come back. My God. Yeah. Oof. Yep. We'll keep an eye on it. Yep. The law enforcement in Arkansas. What about him, Kathy? What's going on with law enforcement oh, in I Arkansas? Know. I don't either. I'm not sure either. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, we'll keep an eye we'll on that. We'll take a look. Yes. Yep. Well, did we do it? We did it. 
I think we did it. I think we covered it all. Well, I was going to say there was one more thing in the Maxwell trial that I didn't know. Did you guys know she's going to, she's being brought up on new charges of perjury? Yes. Yeah, I did know that. So she's it's not an old page. Yeah. 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 Yeah, from an old case where she perjured herself. Because now they're kind of yeah. like, all right, well, you know what? You're not rich, fancy, and cool anymore. You are convicted, and now we're just going to start trying you for all the shit that you've done. Which, yeah. you know, too bad we didn't do that in the first place. Maybe she wouldn't have gotten away with so freaking much. But Well, and also, okay, but she trafficked young girls. Yeah. Two men. Mm-hmm. Who are yep. these men? Yep. Where are these men? Why are yep. these men not charged? I mean, we know Jeffrey Epstein, but there were other men involved, you know? Yeah. And there's there's certainly stuff going on with Prince Andrew and the civil trial that's yes. going on uh, with him and v- Virginia Gouffre, but we don't have a total... Um, uh, story on that yet but we will probably probably by next week we'll be able to give you the full story on that yes for sure we'll keep an eye on it and speaking of that if you guys have noticed we have started season three this is our first wednesday night case updates of season three so you might notice that we have a new intro and outro but we also Mm -hmm. have a new format to our regular uh cases our regular events which come out on monday tuesday and wednesday and we have, of course, all of, always our main story, but we're also adding two sub-stories to every episode. Yep, It's a way that we can bring a little bit more info to every show and also just some interesting stuff. So we have a bunch of uh, categories. We have weird crime time. We have creepy crime. We have missing person spotlight. We have MMIW cases. We have uh, racial injustice. Yes, racial injustice. Yeah, we've got a bunch of different categories now that we can uh, tap into so that we just have a little bit more. We can bring a little bit more to the table. Yeah. Oh, we have. Oh, DNA for the win and MMIW. Yes, MMIW, DNA for the win. Yeah. And oh, Idaho, which, you know, my husband said, you're probably going to also need, oh, Florida and oh, Utah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I want Ugh Utah. I want yeah. Ugh Utah. <laughs> Ugh Utah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because some dumb shit happens there too, and it's right next to us, and it bleeds in, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They deserve it as well. Somebody said Idaho has become the uh, Florida of the West, and I don't know that they're wrong. <laughs> Sadly true, right? But the funny thing about Idaho is that we have some wild crime too, because like where I live, you know, until the Vallow case happened, we were a very slow crime city. And so the stuff that comes into the news is just freaking hilarious. Because yeah, our crime, our shocking crime is like panty stealers and, you know, <laughs> stuff like When we were kids, it was people sunbathing in bikinis on their front lawn, you know, like yes. it was people literally called the cops for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Diane's in Utah. Then, you know, you know, Diane, you know what we're saying. Right. <laughs> Yep. You love the new rock star, Mike? Yes, I'm uh, not at home tonight. I'm at my daughter's house, and so I had to bring my uh, portable stuff. So this is my portable, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to the funeral home in Pocatello? Not a thing. Nothing. Radio silence at this point. East Idaho News has been on it, like, constantly keeping an eye because, you know, there should be charges by now. There should be some stuff happening. Yeah, it's crickets, Mm -hmm. which sucks. Oh, Diane. Oh, yeah. Diane said, yeah, she gets it. Oh, 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 yes. Ugh, Utah. Yeah. She said her youngest daughter and family lived next door to Chad before they got arrested. Oh, honey. Yep. Oh, wow. But I lived right down the road. (laughs) Yep. Right. (laughs) Well, a ways down the road. Yeah. Oh, Mary said someone tried to break into her granddaughter's window last night. Oh, yikes. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm amazed that there's been no charges in the funeral home thing. Amazed. This is some good old boy bullshit if I ever saw any. Yeah, it is. 
Yeah. But the day is young. Maybe they'll still get there. They should. Easy. There should be some justice. I hope so. I hope so. Because what happened there is horrendous. Mm-hmm. And we need to make 100% sure nothing like that ever happens again. There's another really uh, graphic funeral home case out of uh, New York that happened yeah, just is. recently. I didn't report There's... on it because I just don't think I can handle it. <laughs> Pocatello, I've made my stomach hurt for weeks. I just can't yeah. do it again. Yeah. 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 Oh, nothing new, Oriana. Nothing new. We were just talking about the funeral home case in Pocatello from last week, or last fall. Not last week, last fall. No, last fall. Yeah. It's been a while. But if, if we yeah. hear anything, we are going to tell you. Oh, maybe we need a Florida man um, segment. Maybe we do. An Idaho man and a funeral man, or a Florida man. A Florida man. Yeah, we may need that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Red Girl said, I have a friend that's a mortician, and she's furious about those cases. Ooh, I'll bet. Oh, I'll bet? Ooh. Yeah. Make your make your whole uh, industry look bad when people do stupid shit like that? Ugh. Oh, yeah. Yes. Terrible. Yeah. So, who knows? We'll keep an eye on it, but... I, I'm a little afraid that they really are just going to sweep this one under the rug. And, you know, I had talked about it on one of our lives, but I went to my lab where I get, well, labs drawn and right as this case was happening. And the girl that took my blood was like, oh, it's just so terrible. He goes to my parents' church and like, he is the nicest person. And the thing is that there's just all of these like, you know, poor people who just can't pay and he's just, like, too nice and won't tell anyone no. And he just got really overwhelmed by all of the people who couldn't pay their bills. And he was just trying to take care of everyone. And also, she tried to blame all of those fetuses. This. Oof. Remember, there were 50 fetuses that, as turned out, were supposed to have been cremated. They came from a collection of fetuses from ISU, you know, where they were using them as teaching tools. From right. like They were from the 90s. And they were supposed to have been cremated and they hadn't been. But we didn't know that at the time. And she tried to say that, yeah, all of these girls, like, just come in there after they've uh, just, uh, like, had an abortion or whatever and, and just give him their fetuses to take care of or something. So it was, what? This was all the poor people and the whores. The whores and the and, whores. It was all their faults. Yeah. And that live that does, no, that is, that is not how any of this works. I was not at all. Speechless. Speechless. Yeah. But... I'm afraid that that may really be the going narrative amongst plenty of people that uh, yeah. he just got in over his head trying to help all the pores. Yeah. Well, yeah. He always was blame doing, the poor like, It's their fault. Like yeah. the, the county would pay for cremations for people who couldn't pay. Mm-hmm. But the county did pay. Like it's not like. Yeah. And you can opt to do those or not do them. You know. Yeah. yeah. Oy. Yuck. Yep. Yep. Really terrible. Yep. <laughs> we have a Floridian here and she agrees. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we agree too. Uh targeted Barbara. Yeah, the shooting of George Floyd's grandniece. Yep. Yeah, we did talk about it earlier if you missed it. But yeah, it's yep. oof, not good. That family probably needs to move, unfortunately. You know, there's a guy I follow on TikTok, some of you guys probably do too, named Lance. He is a Native American guy that is doing a ton of work in uh, racial injustice, and he's a super cool dude. But he pisses people off because uh, he calls people colonizer. Yeah. And so in his he always says, hey, colonizer, and then explains some, you know, some some facts, some point, you know, about colonization and about Native America and things like that. And he's amazing. He but he is currently, he has had to move out of fear for his safety yeah. because his address got released on TikTok, on the wrong side of TikTok. And he's, his life has been threatened. He is seriously, his life has been threatened for having the nerve to stand up and speak out about the, uh, the, the very real issues facing Native America, as well as all of the uh, racial injustice that they have suffered. I mean, right. he's just telling the truth, but man, it pisses people off. Holy. Yeah. 
they can't hear the point it. of being dangerous yeah modern warrior red girl yeah modern warrior thank awesome. you yes modern warrior yep yeah lance sosi yep mm. yep we are we're living in a mess guys yep yep truth but we're here to report on it <laughs> yep yep for sure yep Alrighty. Well, guys, we have done it. We probably better get out of here. So yeah. thank you so much for joining us. We will be back tomorrow night at seven for our very first psychic hour of the year. And it's marching Ooh. orders. Ooh, yes, yeah. it is. So it's going to be a great. Yes, oh, Red Girl brought, bought a Hey Colonizer shirt. I should. I don't know why I haven't. I would like one, too. Yeah, I need to do it. Yeah, that would help support Lance, too, because he's needed help to get the hell out of there and get safe. Yeah. Yeah. People right. are just nuts. Ugh. Yeah. The worst. Mm -hmm. Except for you guys and us. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's what we all think. All righty, you guys. Well, this has been yet another production of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, everybody. Bye.